boy, you give me five minutes with this one, she be pregnant twice. I can't believe you ain't knocked this up yet, boy. But I, I always figured you was kind of walking around one of them baby-sized penises. Excuse me? I said that I always thought you was walking around one of them baby-sized penises. But excuse me for being a concerned manager. Why are you concerned with my wife or my penis? You know what, Daryl? I'm going to tell you why I am concerned. Because having one of them baby-sized penises got to be frustrating. You're walking around, all the frustration build up. You come here, blow your brains out. Now I got to hire a stupid ass to replace you. Is this something I can help you with, Mr. Boswell? You know what, Daryl? I try to ruin a respectable business. An honorable business. And in return, all I ask from my employees is to be respectable and honorable also. That was a clip from our guest in studio, Jay Davis's latest, not another black movie. <laughs> as hilarious. If you're laughing at that, the rest of the movie is golden. Uh, joining us live here on Radio 1 Chicago is Jay Davis. How you doing, man? Hey, man, thanks. How you doing? I'm good. Cool, man. Good. I'm, I'm so glad you could make it in with us. We're playing a little clip. That is the opening scene of the movie. Yes. So it it, it, it grabs you right away. Right. So you guys did a, a fantastic job of like looping me in because I was uh, I was like, ah, oh, like what is this? <laughs> but it, it, it seems like it's a movie that kind of captures. It's like you see like notice a little bit of soul food in there. Yes. <laughs> and then some other bit of weird things. Like that, Tyler Perry type movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's funny, though. It's, it's well done and well put together. And you have some great cast with you. Thank you. How, how long uh, were you working on another, uh, not another, another black? Woman? Well, it took me about four months to do the script. Yeah, and um, me and my partner Dante Diesel Williams, the director, it's about seven to eight months to plan it out. Yeah. So and then to shoot it is about four or five months. Wow. Yeah. So it's not like a forty day shoot. Though. Right. <laughs> right, right <now. laughs> it's like this is gonna take a uh, while. Right. I wish. <laughs> but everything you do is DIY. Like you're you have like either you're doing it or someone from your team is like doing some sort of production. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, does that give you a lot of flexibility, or do you kind of wish like you had a bit of a more like studio support? I wish I had. I mean, it helps. It's pros and cons. Yeah. Um. We get to call our own shots. We get to, we don't, you know, s people can't tell us what to do. Yeah. So that's a good thing. But um, it would help for like a big studio to help out. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, is that what you're shooting for when you, when you, um, the more of these uh, films that you're self producing, is that mm -hmm. you sort of get a little bit of recognition from the studios and maybe yes. that'll yeah. launch you into another level or stratosphere? Right. That's the, the ultimate plan right now. Yeah. So, uh, how did that, where did the idea for not another black movie come from? Like, where, where you, like, how does that that idea itself spawn? Because um, I was just me and my partner, we was just watching different like movies, like different Tyler Perry movies, and they all were the they had like the same characters in the movie, and we couldn't figure out like was Tay Diggs in this movie or was he in this <laughs> movie? Like, but they all seemed, in all of them, right? Yeah. They seem like the same movie, and I'm like, hey, um, we spoof zombie movies in our previous movie, not another zombie movie. I'm like, how about we spoof popular black movies yeah and exactly. no, we've never seen it before so what what uh, i i mentioned soul food like what else uh movies do you think that like people would recognize or um, at least get some sort of uh vibe that well, they might have they might have ran across like a diary of a mad black woman from tyler perry um what else what else daddy's little girl another tyler perry movie <laughs> is that the one with idris <laughs> yeah with Idris okay. trying to get his uh girl back and um what's another one uh the four uh brothers the four brothers it's like Bill Bellamy, D.L. Hughley, Samara Moore. So. Okay. <laughs> 
So, so you just sit around plotting like how to make the next movie, right? <laughs> right. And then also you have this incredible cast like David yeah. Williams, who's a Chicago oh, comedic uh, right. icon. Like, how how were you able to land him? Oh man, me and Damon like talk here and there, like just seeing them at events, and I'm like, man, um, we're gonna do a movie together. He's like, whenever you call me. So, uh, he was great to work with. We had him, Leon Rogers, yeah, um, Rodney Perry, Janet Hubert, the original Aunt Viv, uh, yeah. Ray Lepowski. Jay Ivy, the poet, um, Tari Teray. We had so many people. I know I'm missing a lot of people, but we yeah. had a lot of people. Is it hard to when you have that much talent around? Because I'm like everyone can improvise and everyone yes. is <laughs> own is their own talent within themselves. But when you get them together, like do you kind of like look? We got the script. Like don't go don't go, go too crazy off script. We want people to do that. Like Leon oh, really? Rogers. Yeah. Like if you can say something funnier than what we have, I say say it. So the church scene, the roaches and the chicken scene. All right, let's set, all right we're going to set it up then. <laughs> right. Leon Rogers, the original script, it wasn't that long. He did an entire 40-minute sermon in one take off the top of his head <laughs> about roaches. So it's like stuff like that. You can't teach anybody. He's just he's just talented like that. Yeah, we're talking with Jay Davis, filmmaker uh, from Chicago, here on eighty eight seven FM WLUW, and about his new record. A uh, new record. We're, we're so used to talking to artists, uh, musicians. New, uh, new movie, uh, not another uh, black movie. Uh, let's take a clip of this. Uh, the sermon roaches. It's hilarious. I'm a roach. I'm a roach. I'm a roach, roach, roach in the world of raid. I'm a roach in the world of raid. I mean, I walk, crawl, and run through this world trying to build and care for my own. But the, the man, the man keeps spraying me and spraying me and spraying me. I thought that I told him that roaches never die. <laughs> and then the song and then he just did a sermon i was like what's going on well that was a clip off off of not another black movie <laughs> jay davis the filmmaker producer here in live in studio with us on radio one and we're just talking a little bit about how it's it started off like just a small sheet of a small script and then it just went off like right <laughs> right and and you're just like just keep going let's see where going, it goes right um dante diesel he was filming he just kept going we had like two or three cameras going so there, there's, there's a scene in there where there's like this white woman who's just kind of like staring, like what is going on? <laughs> it's like every, like the, everyone else is like, yeah. And she's just like, what is happening? It's hard to tell a white woman to act like she's in the black church. <laughs> so we did our best. But she, I think that was the first time hearing gospel music. It, but it, but she probably would have been like the only one who's like really like what the hell is going on. Everyone else is like yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay. I'll do it. <laughs> How did you get into filmmaking? Oh man, I was um, I just started writing one day. I was bored. I could always write, but I never took it serious. Like creative writing, just, or just like jotting down, just jotting down, just come up with stories. But I just I did it to myself. I kept it to myself. Yeah. And um, and I want to say february of 2010 yeah i just started writing stuff like short stories like real life experiences that sure. i went through dating experience bad dates and um i decided to film them, see what happens yeah and they were kind of funny they was terrible but they were like funny yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but and i kept going throughout the summer and then i decided to turn my all my short stories into a feature film mm. And that was what? It was called uh, The Misadventures of Jay Davis. <laughs> and so I premiered it at the, what was it, the Portis Theater. Okay. I had like 500 people show up. Really? Yeah, I'm like, 
I'm thinking they're here for the wrong movie, but you it worked out. <laughs> you didn't realize that that many people were following. No, me, I, I didn't. So, so like yeah, even the the YouTube uh, content and your views, you just didn't realize. Yeah, like, I, I didn't realize. I was thinking maybe like eight people, my mother, my father. Yeah, that's how usually goes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But the, it worked out. The, the people who show up go like, "You can give me a ride." Like I'll go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. Was that in the beginning? Was that a lot of just sort of experimenting? And yeah, because you're not classically trained to be a filmmaker, so you're just mm-hmm. trying to figure it out on your right. own, and your own tastes are what you're vibing to. So right. you're not necessarily catering to anyone; you're just doing it on your own. Right? Was, was that either frustrating or either um, rewarding? It was rewarding because I learned what works and what didn't work. Right. And so going into the next project, I'm like, okay. Now I gotta take it serious because I was just literally the first movie I wrote. I tell I don't tell people this, but I wrote it in a strip club, <laughs> like the entire script. It's a good inspiring place. Yeah, <laughs> I go to a strip club. It's in the back and just start writing stuff. And it was quiet. It was dark. And so I did the first movie. I'm like, maybe if I actually try, yeah, I can make a better movie. So that's what I did with my second movie, uh, Shots Fired. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then like resources, like films and like cameras, all this stuff. Is this all stuff you just like. We'll just you know charge it to the card and well, like let's go. I luckily I've met I ran into people filmmakers who had the same vision as me and same drive and they had their own equipment. Oh, <laughs> like Dante it. Williams, he's been doing film for like twenty years, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. he has his own equipment. So he he has the the know how all the technical stuff. People always ask what camera you use. I'm like that's that guy. <laughs> <He got that. laughs> I write it and produce it and, and act in it, but he uh does all the technical stuff. But your so some of your work has been featured on Funny or Die, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. like that's uh, is like Will Ferrell, that's like his site, or yeah. like he's the one who's like pretty much the the, the name the, the name behind it, yeah. yeah. But that must have been a huge uh, you know mm-hmm. win for you as a, as a film filmmaker, but also mm-hmm. your 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 uh, your work getting out there on a bigger platform, right? Like sometimes I don't even know. Like somebody texts me like, "Hey, did you know you your sketch was on this?" I'm like, "No, nobody didn't tell me." Yeah, how, <laughs> how does that work? Do they just like pull stuff off YouTube? And Some people just... just pull it off YouTube or Facebook. They just and it's on there. Yeah. Yeah. So so no one from like Funny or Die like called you like hey nah, here's a heads up it was just on it <laughs> wow that's uh, yeah. how's, how does that work with uh, like residuals <laughs> well uh, well speaking of like stuff people stealing stuff like we didn't realize how popular popular the movie was until this summer a friend of mine like it was August he sent me a screenshot of not another black movie and like a a, a DVD. Like a slit thing. Oh, <laughs> like, so that like, like where did you get this from? You're like, man, they bootlegging it <laughs> on the south side. I'm like, oh my god. So, um, I, I guess it's good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, like, I mean, I wish you guys would just buy the Amazon subscription, but oh well. Right, right. So that that's what prompted the, the Amazon move right after that. I'm like, too many people are getting this movie for two dollars. So <laughs> yeah. I gotta do. We gotta do something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're talking with Jay Davis, Chicago filmmaker, here on 88.7 FM's Radio One Chicago Weekend Game. We're gonna hit a small break, and we'll be back to talk more with Jay Davis right here on the W. Hey, welcome back to Radio One Chicago. We're talking with Chicago filmmaker uh, Jay Davis here on 88.7 FM about his latest film that's on Amazon Prime right now, Not Another Black Movie. But you also have several other films that are also available right now that are available to stream. Uh, not Another Zombie Movie. Yes. Is that is that is that going to be like a trilogy of like Not Another? <laughs> I think this is the last. We're going to do a sequel to Not Another Black Movie. I already wrote it. I wrote it a year ago. Yeah. But it's no more Not Another. Not a- <laughs> so that's probably going to be the last Not 
about another something. Got it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have any, if you have any roles for Alex and I, we would love to. I I didn't see a lot of. Well, no, there was a there was a Puerto Rican wife in there. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Well, I, I guess can't play that role, but either way. Um, where did you grow up at? Where, what part of the city did you? I'm from you Bellwood suburbs. Oh wow! Went to private school, so basically, <laughs> I wasted a lot of money, a lot of my parents' money. <laughs> So, uh, so it's uh, I guess it's easy to say that they probably weren't exactly excited when you're like, "Hey, I'm going to be doing right. when doing they, these YouTube videos." I think I, I'm pretty sure they thought I was losing my mind when I first started doing this stuff. Cause yeah, it's yeah. Like, where did it come? It came out of nowhere. So yeah. I think my mother thought I was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do they feel about it now? They love it now. They're like my biggest supporters: my mother, father, sisters. Cousins, everyone. Does um, everyone want to roll now? They're like, yo, like. Yeah. Some of them are afraid because they always think, like, I'm going to do something bad to them. Like, people literally think there's a camera with me every time I go yeah, out, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's not like that. So, uh, how, I mean, uh, so what is the, the next thing you want to do? Are, are you going to follow this up with the sequel or you got something else planned? Well, right. The next project we're releasing is um, uh, it's part of my our sketch comedy series, Choke on That. Is, uh, we're actually releasing a pilot to a TV show. So we're going to try to do pitch a TV show. Nice. And um, it's a, uh, basically like a 30 Rock style show that shows how we make films and sketches and stuff like that. So all the stuff that we deal with, like people showing up late, people not showing up on time. So it's a show about making your show. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And then we're going to show some of the sketches that we actually make in between. Nice. Yeah. So uh, that, that's but that's all on like early pre-production stuff. Yeah, that's all. We we actually shooting the last two sketches this Sunday, and um, the release date is March twenty fourth. So do, is it just you doing all the writing, or do you got like a team of writers now? That oh, uh, it's like just that? me. I do all the writing. Really? Yeah. Wow. So everything we see is all you. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh. That's... I, get, I get a few ideas here and there, but the actual put it together is me. <laughs> well, how often do you get pitched? Like, do people come up to you like, "Yo, I got an idea"? I'm pretty sure like tons. Every day, <laughs> everybody has an idea, and I get it. And we actually made a sketch about people pitching me ideas, but it's every day I get ideas, and people just they come out of left field with them. Like, hey man, I got this. You walking down the street and you get bitten your crotch by a dog. I'm like, what? What are you talking? Like, why about? is that funny? Yeah. Right? I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell them, hey, you write it, and then let me see how it looks, and then we go from there. They never do it. Yeah. Oh, they just they just want the idea, and then they want you to just uh, like pick it up, and right? Run with it. And exactly. They, they make sure I'm in the video. But yeah. That's funny. But yeah, keep pitching people and see what happens. <laughs> so, so you also have like a, a, this prank uh, show called uh, Ishin on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that like? Uh, there's I, I seen a couple of them, so they're they're prank shows, obviously. Yeah. But like, why why did you title it that? Um, it was I couldn't think of a good name. And it's, um, <laughs> like when me and my friends used to say that, like when we do a joke on each other, like you've been. On. And so I, I came up with that. And um, when I, the first one I did, I got in trouble for it because people thought it was real. It involved, it's on my YouTube channel, but it involved a little boy and a priest. Uh-oh. And people thought it was real. And I got in by, it was funny, but people thought it was real. Wow. <laughs> No, that's not good. Yeah, it's not good. I'm not, and I had to tell people this is fake. That was a joke. Yeah. And it just so happened in the background. I had like Michael Jackson music playing, but that wasn't like part of it. It just happened to happen that way. Yeah. Um, so what, when uh, when you're when you're doing all this stuff, like the going going into a shoot or going into a prank, like how much prep is going? Like uh, like is it weeks, days? It's like, like like the shoot we have this Sunday. Like it's at least two to three weeks. Just like getting the locations down. Um, are you guys like out there like gorilla shooting like no permits? No, we 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 did one gorilla shoot, 
for not another black movie. That was the cemetery scene because okay. we couldn't find no oh, cemetery. Okay. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't find any cemetery that let us shoot. So what we did was we went to a cemetery and went like way in the back and looked at like the headstones. Like someone who died like in the eighteen hundreds or something like that, because so we know nobody would come back there. Yeah, and then we went there and we saw the spot. It was clear, and so that's the only guerrilla film we shot. Otherwise, you guys get yeah. like all the permits. Is that, is that is that a challenge to to pull all that? Stuff? No, it's not. It's just they just want money. <laughs> a lot of places just like give us seventy five bucks so you can shoot there. Is it just business? Because yeah, because uh, the, in the opening scene there's an office. Like, did you guys rent out office spaces? That or? was um yeah. We just I know somebody that um, owns the office. Oh, <laughs> so that helps, <laughs> right? So we know between people we network with. No, we um we we pull it off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, do you uh do you perform? Like I don't know if uh, not another black movie was was that shot in the city. Yeah, it was shot in uh, some of the city, some of the northwest northwest suburbs. Okay. Do you prefer to just shoot here because it's here, or do you have ambitions to like start going out? To it other would parts be of great to go to a warmer climate because <laughs> we I had I shot a friend's project last week and it was six degrees outside. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this is not this is not fair. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, yeah. Is not fair, and it's just it's a certain time of year you can shoot here. Like it's about three or four months. You can't shoot anything outside here. It's yeah. So, uh, so so you didn't do anything over the holidays. No, I guess. no. <laughs> and if we did, it was indoors. We, I'm not shooting outside. <laughs> I couldn't feel my fingertips to get my phone out of my my pocket. So. Exactly. Um. What What is it about uh, filmmaking or producing and uh, having uh, Jay Davis films? Like, what is it about that that really motivates you? Like, because. This is something you kind of just like you said, like you just started writing and mm. then developed it. Did you always kind of feel like this was a passion of yours, or did you just kind of sort of access it uh, accidentally and then just ran with it? I always wanted to make people laugh, but I didn't know what avenue to take. Sure. So it's just like that's my passion. That's what drives me: making people laugh, making people forget about a bill is due or forget about some stress or whatever. I just want to entertain people. Yeah. And um, right now, the way things are in this world, people need to laugh. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so uh, so you're going to work on the the TV show, the mm-hmm. project, pitch that. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that works out well. Thank you. Well, what else are you? <coughs> Excuse me. What else are, what else are like, what, are you interested in being an actor in someone else's films? Oh, I, I just was an actor in um, a movie by Mark Harris, uh, Nothing Like Thanksgiving. It's coming out this year, I believe. So yeah. I played a rapper named Temper Tantrum. <laughs> so it was interesting. <laughs> I played a out of date rapper. I had a pager and everything. <laughs> Did do you find that like being in the in this scene of filmmakers and people who are just doing things off off the, the uh, off the strength of love and just passion mm-hmm. that it's more fun than the, you'd imagine like being like saying on the set of like Chicago PD or something like that. It's probably yeah. more serious. Every Well, one thing I can say everyone says, and uh, my partner Dante Diesel, he attests, everyone that works with us say they have a good time on set. Yeah. And it's like, we don't want to make a hostile environment like, hey, you get over here, sh- shut up. You know, everyone has fun when they're um, yeah. on set. Yeah, well, why do you think that is? Like we, we we're laid back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we um we get the job done. We don't keep people there for like fifteen hours. We come in, shoot, and we laugh. It's we do a lot of comedy, so it's a lot of outtakes. <laughs> well, like during uh, not another black movie. Like what was like, maybe the longest day of shooting? The longest day. Um, 
Because you guys said you're doing like four months. So I can't imagine like every day is like <laughs> yeah. 10 hours. Yeah, like we had the scenes with Janet Hubert. Um, that was long because we wanted to make sure we got it right. Um, the church scene was yeah. long. We were there for like six hours for the church scene. Because, <laughs> wow. you know, we had to wait for people to well, show up. Was the roaches like a uh, sermon? That was the one That was the one take? That was one take. And then we did pick up shots for that. Yeah. So um, the world, we rehearsed the roaches scene because we knew how much it would take to get that done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Janet Hubert, who is yes. the first uh, Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, who's yes. who very who had a lot of controversy around her yeah. dismissal, and she's not yeah. a fan of Will Smith at all. Right? Did that I I don't need to know the details of, but did that ever come up? They're like, yo, well, yeah, yes. like y'all really hate Will Smith. <laughs> she's very open, and she you can ask her anything. Yeah, she's she, she's, she's wild out. She's she's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's like the nicest lady. Like, cause when you hear certain things on a on a tv or media you're like this can't be this person and then when you meet i'm like no she's not because the way we got introduced to her i talk i was talking to her agent first Mm -hmm. and um once he agreed to the movie i'm like can we talk to her she was like um yeah just give me a second and her agent texts me like yeah janice said call her here's the number i'm like okay cool Cool. yeah (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. i call her we talked and she was just so happy to do us he loved the script and when she got here she she offered to clean up (laughs) really (laughs) yeah like did did anyone call her aunt viv while on set they're like oh i think a few people did we had interviews so a few people call her aunt viv but she loves it (laughs) yeah she's like a really cool lady like i i I love hearing her talk like sort of about that yeah (laughs) uh please tell people uh you said you have an event that you got going on that you want to plug Yes, we're actually doing like it's a networking event slash premiere of Choke on That on March twenty fourth okay. at the Den Theater. Okay. So um yeah, the tickets are gonna sell on February third. Just go on jdavisfilms.com or the Den Theater website. Nice. And then tell people where they can follow you on, on YouTube, all the social medias, how can they stay up on top of choke on it and ishing on you and all, all those other good prank stuff. Um, you, you can just find I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, J Davis TP, J A Y Davis TP, um, Snapchat, uh, or just go to J Davis Films to see some of our movies. Nice. Go check it out. Trust me, it's one of the best it's one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. It, it reminds me of like kind of like a super bad one of those uh <laughs> one of one of those Seth Rogen, uh, James Franco. Uh, shout out to James Franco who's a scumbag by the way. <laughs> uh who knew? Uh but it, it reminded me of some of those films. Right. Uh, I, was, I had a really good time watching it. Uh thank you Jay for stopping in and joining us here on Radio 1 Chicago for Alex on mm-hmm. Weekend Gabe. Uh the Hip Hop Project is up at the top of the hour, so stick around for that and you're listening to 887FM. WLUW Chicago Sound the Lines broadcasting from the campus of Loyola University. See you guys next Thursday right here on Radio 1.